Welcome to Mindset Matters, the show where we dive into all topics surrounding mindset, its importance, how it shapes our lives, the daily actions we take, and how it creates our future possibilities. Mindset Matters brings you stories and experiences from incredible people around the globe and provides the strategies to upgrade your mindset for success. Let's start designing your life from the inside out with your host, Rachel Withers. Hi there, and welcome to Mindset Matters. I'm Rachel Withers, and here at Mindset Matters, we are all about mindset and the importance it plays in all aspects of our lives. We're here to talk about how you can create your own economy and design your life from the inside out. Today is going to be an absolutely incredible show as I have a very special guest joining me today. He's a total inspiration to me and I can truly say I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for this guest. From seeing him on stage and being completely inspired to being a student of his. I am just super excited to have Pat City as my special guest. Pat is a self-made millionaire, an internationally celebrated speaker, entrepreneur, mindset growth strategist, and a nine times best-selling author. He is a highly effective communicator and income acceleration coach whose mission is to equip and empower individuals and businesses to experience growth and prosperity to their fullest potential. His expertise is to shift mindsets and to help people produce bigger and better results. Pat is committed to helping raise 10,000 millionaires through his works. In his works, he shifts your mindset, he touches your heart, and he increases your wealth. I am just super excited to have Pat here today to talk all things mindset and more. Pat, welcome, and thanks for being here. Thank you, Rachel. What an introduction. I can't wait to hear myself speak. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. What you've achieved in a short period of time, impacting not just the UK, but all over the world. And I've got to say, you are right now globally my number one uh, protege and student, and you you just run so hard. Congratulations. You deserve everything you're getting. And, uh, man, I'm so proud of you. And thank you for having me on this show. I uh, don't take it for granted. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I can, you know, honestly say the journey I have been on and all that I have learned from you, Pat, is truly incredible. So thank you so much. So You know, Rachel, in saying that, uh, I I, want to honour you here because, you know, I remember the group of people that were there. They all listened to the same message. Some of them got into the same programs, but you crushed it and you're crushing it. And others, well, they're squeezing. (laughs) But here's the thing. You do, you implement, and that is one of the greatest keys to success. Anyone can be a theorist. Anyone can, you know, just wish and hope and all that. 
but you implement, and that is the ultimate, uh, 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 the ultimate sign of, of great success. So once again, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And absolutely, you don't get anywhere other than deciding to make a change and taking action. So um, absolutely. What would be great, Pat, is if you could just really start, uh, you know, telling us a little bit about your background and what actually led you to do the work that you do today and helping people shift their mindsets. Look, I grew up with two alcoholic parents. Uh, English was my second language. 0.7% out of 100 in the maths exam because I got my name right uh, <laughs> and then had to reset the exam again. Uh, was given the answer because I was the only representative rugby league player at my school. Oh, sorry, in my in in that year. Yeah. I reset the exam again, got 27% out of 100. Got a kicked out of school at 16 years of age for violent behaviour. Uh, came to a place of faith at, uh, at, at teenage years. Still working on my mindset. Working with a lot of hurts, a lot of anger, a lot of stuff. At, at 21 years of age, got a dream, uh, at, at uh, and no one believed in it, and completely. You know, my, my life fell apart emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, um, to the point where I was hospitalised for, for weeks. Uh, but at 27 years of age, a dream started to come to pass. At 35, I'm standing in front of the Washington Monument addressing a quarter of a million people where my hero Martin Luther King stood and yeah. thinking, how did I end up here? And, uh, you know, now we've, you know, we've written nine, um, nine best-selling books. 32 of my students have got bestsellers. I was, a, I was a pastor and minister for many years through some of my own personal failings and, you know, reframe and repivot my life. And, and that's the thing is that we all make mistakes in life. We all have failures, but it's that ability to bounce back. The one thing I've discovered about all of us uh, human beings is we're all made of clay feet and uh, our mistakes are an event. They don't have to be a permanent condition. Yeah. And and that led me through the through the to take a different journey of personal development still empowering people, still involved in a lot of charities, still involved, I mean, even tonight uh, on the phone to political national leaders, advising them, consulting them, yeah. um, trying to get us back on track. So, but in short, it's it's been a journey. And like like you and like everyone listening, um, you've got to take, uh, see, what we do is sometimes we look at someone's life and we kind of read the end of their, of their book. We're, we're only in the first chapter. Yeah. And uh, my encouragement to everyone is this, is that, you know, the end of an era doesn't mean an end of your life. It's just yeah. like an elevator. It's, you can go to a higher level. Yeah. That's what I want to inspire people to do. Absolutely. And you you completely do that. And um, you spoke about um, just just then about, you know, your personal struggles with with mindset. How did you overcome that? What what tips what what advice could you give uh, the listeners to really overcome some struggles that they might have right now that's a powerful question a very powerful question rachel no wonder you're so successful <laughs> look <laughs> i the most important day of my life was i shall not kid myself anymore day right very important day see <laughs> i don't want to offend our viewers it's the BS we keep telling ourselves uh, belief systems. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and we keep repeating narratives over and over and over again. Well, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm not as bad as, I'm not as good as, you know, if I'd have, you know, if and, and there's this narrative that goes on in our head, which is basically um, excuses. And yes. uh, we, we can either make excuses or become successful. We can either be, be uh, make excuses 
or become a, a better business person. We be, can, can become, uh, make excuses or say, look, I'm not tolerating this anymore. See, we cannot change what we constantly tolerate, no. whether it's life, relationships, health or business. Even, you know, right now with all this, you know, all this stuff going on under the cover of COVID, you know, we need to really shift our thinking. And if you look at our cultures right now, globally, um, the demoralisation, the destabilisation, the, the discouragement, the despair, the terror and the dread inflicted by media leading up to all this yes. uh, has caused the political, economical, spiritual and social collapse uh, greater than, it, than any that we've ever seen. And what did it? I'll tell you what did it. It was a got into people's mindset first. It got into people's mindset. And 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 sadly, if you raise any of these issues, and again, I'm not trying to be political here, I'm called a conspiracy theorist. Well, what I'm discovering is a lot of these so-called conspiracy theorists, they start to sound a lot more sane and believable than the narrative we're being told. And so I had to not say, I'm I'm not going to kid myself anymore. I am this way and I need to deal with it. I am this way and I need to change. And and I'll just leave you with this one thought and answer that. You know, for many years, Rachel, I worked in drug rehabilitation. I yes. graduated 400 young men from heroin, cocaine, amphetamine, uh, all kinds of addictions with an 86% success rate. And the one thing that I, I had to get these guys to do is to understand that it's not their mum, it's not their dad, it's not their upbringing, it's a choice. Yes. And to understand that addiction, behaviour, comes out of thinking. You can't think rich and stay broke. Same way as you can't, you know, think broke and get rich. It's just not going to happen. The, the book of life says that as a man thinketh, so is he. Um, yeah. and, and, and as our minds, our thoughts follow into actions. And uh, that's why Norman Vincent Peale uh, wrote that incredible book about the power of positive thinking. And yes. so Long answer to a short question, it was confronting uh, the rhetoric and the narrative in my head. Uh, that was the biggest change. You know? Absolutely. And we can live in a culture of a blame culture and we uh, reason that it's somebody else's fault as to our circumstances and we have to make that choice to take, take control. Now, mm. I was a dancer and... Um, I lost a lot of self-confidence um, and I was in a time when dancers were long-limbed and I'm most certainly not long-limbed and it was a time where I had casting directors, choreographers saying I wasn't good enough. Now, I really struggled with that and mm. what I learned from that and what has been my whole driving force is that I wanted to pass on to my children never to listen to mm. other people's thoughts. Don't believe other people, believe yourself. And mm. what I'm what I'm asking you here is how can um people actually change that from from obviously stepping up, finding their purpose and learning from something that hasn't worked out and ha and actually turning that into a positive. My experience, the negative, I turned into a positive. Is that something that, you know, you encourage people to also um, move forward? Absolutely. 
And you know, Rachel, all of us fail. All of us make mistakes. All of us have been hurt. All of us have had abuse. All of us have had all of that it's to a degree, you know, some to a worse degree than, than others. The first thing you've got to realize is, is number one, other people's opinions of you does not have to be your reality. That's the first thing. Yeah. That, that's the first thing. Number two, stop worshipping at the shrine of other people's opinions. That's so true. So absolutely true. Just stop that. Yeah. Number three, your validity as a human being is not based on what people think. Your greatest cheerleader is yourself. Absolutely. You will never get from another person, not from your husband, not from your wife, not from your kids, that which only you can give yourself. Now, do we need a validation of other people? Yes, we do. We're not, we're not created to be alone. However, yeah. no outer voice will be as strong as your inner voice. And that inner voice has to go through a process of change. We all have a thing called mind viruses, culture, religion, background, opinion. And people get stuck in that. And, and th this is worse than the Wahoo virus, you know. Um, yeah. The viruses in people's head, I mean, is, is, I mean, that's the greatest virus uh, on the planet right now. And it has been for thousands of years. So what do you do? Just like your mind can't function on a, your body can't function on a steady diet of junk food, your mind can't function on unhealthy nutrients. Yeah. That mind of yours is a muscle. And you've got to reprogram it. You've got to rethink it. You've got to realign yourself. What you've done, Rachel, you surrounded yourself with great people, surrounded yourself with great content. See, here's the thing. I say to people, reading a book is easy to do. If you're overweight, going for a walk is easy to do. <laughs> but what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And, and the difference is, again, as I said, is the ability to learn something, and implement like you, you implement, Rachel. You don't sit there thinking it and just putting it out to the universe or praying to God or whatever belief system is. You take action. But if, if I could just give an example. Yes. Many people out there are praying for financial miracles. You know, can I get it? You know, oh, I could pray for a lot. I will pray for this. Let me tell you the secret to creating a flood of cash in your pocket. I think we'd all like to hear this one, wouldn't we, Pat? <laughs> Be a solution to people's problems. Absolutely. Bring solutions. They will throw money at you. Now, you're going to be remembered for the problems you solve and the ones you create. <laughs> one of those two <laughs> creates wealth. One of those two creates abundance, creates uh, prosperity, creates joy. In our state, I don't know if you've heard about this in Victoria or in our in our nation right now. We have a premier of Victoria who's completely shut down. The worst curfews. I mean, worse than anything yeah. that's ever in it's Europe. Yeah. I mean, it's it is. You've got more freedoms in China. You would have more freedoms in 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 in, in Russia. This guy is a complete despot. And the worst and the worst lockdowns, the worse the diseases are, the worse the suicides are. Why? He's functioning on containment. You, you and I as human beings were never meant to live in containment. No. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually or financially. You weren't created for that. Everything you need to be, is inside of you. 
And because of our thinking, our culture, religion, politics, this, you know, oh, you mustn't, mustn't talk about money, religion and politics. So what do we do? We have socialism running everywhere it, doing yeah. it. So now people like me and people like you, unless your, your narrative fits the woke culture, you're yeah. going to be stupid, you're going to be stopped, you know. But all of a sudden, you know, look at America, people stopped getting mad at the Chinese and started tearing down statues. Hello. Yeah, you know. I know. Right. And a lot of these things that we do are really mindsets. No legislations of government, no demands of people is going to change something that is a mind and a heart issue. These things, political, religious, financial, racial, all of those things, change through addressing our mindset and saying, is this how I really want to live? Yeah, absolutely. And you've got to brutal with it. So sorry, I've kind of digressed, but no, no. I think people do have to um, really think, especially now, is this how I want to live? How Mm. am I going to react? How am I going to um, create the life that uh, I desire, that Mm. I want? Um, In these difficult times, a Mm. lot of people have thought you know, businesses have closed down and people. Ha- some people have had to think and have done successfully, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to uh, keep my business going, keep continuing, whereas some are, are struggling through that? And, and this is where I think mm-hmm. the mindset very much is that you've got to ask yourself, instead of going, I can't do this, I can't get through this, yeah. you've got to say, how and you've got to have that that word how changes mm. exactly how we're going to think about how we solve the problem how we mm. find a solution to something and also as you say i think uh, one of the most important things that we can do is offer value if you offer value to other people you are yeah uh, sorry, i've been encouraging people rachel to create their own economy yeah my good friend Robert Kiyosaki said, currently right now we're heading towards a 15% unemployment rate and 15% of business will be shut down, never to be reopened again. Now, you can either see that as a crisis yes. or see it as an opportunity. Now, during COVID, my business has gone through the roof. Uh, I've gone from, you know, and you know me, Rachel, I love being a dumb, a touchy-feely guy. I love a crowd. This whole, I know I've spoken about digital my whole life, but I had to redo my business yeah, and take absolutely. it digital. Well, and so, so what's happened? All of a sudden, the market enhances, the Jack Canfields, the Bob Proctor, they'll go, hey, we want to walk, you want to do what you're doing. We, we, we led. We led ahead before it all became popular. Um, and, and I thought, no, we're going to hit the ground running. And what I want to encourage people to do is if all you're taking out of this is a disappointment, you will be a depleted person. You've got to get creative. I mean, I, I know we've got a and Mike, if you could put in there on this coming Wednesday evening, uh, not this Wednesday, like next Wednesday, I have Mark Johansson. The man has sold half a billion books. Now, it's it's a virtual summit for all of your people listening. They're all invited to come and be part of it. Just click the link. Join. It's going to be phenomenal. And he's going to speak about the new economy. And I'm going to be sharing about how you can create a new economy. You know what? You've created a new economy. You've done a creative new economy. You've taken on something, you've t- taken some 
you've taken that's terrible. You've taken them. <laughs> you can you, you can take the boy out of banks down, but you can't take banks down out of the boy. Uh, you've taken the knowledge and 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 monetized it. Yes. Now you don't need a shop front. All you need is a computer and a crowd. You do virtually. And right now, if people don't start doing this, you say, but people say, but I don't have knowledge. Yes, you do. Who lied to you? That's a narrative in your head. Now, Mike, this helping us out tonight. He has abilities. He has knowledge. He has insight. He has skills that I don't have. Now, he can monetize that and, and, and take that globally. There's nothing stopping him. Right now, everyone listening to the sound of my voice, I want you to hear something. You can become a global business. I don't care whether you can teach one we'll talk about, you know, knitting, crocheting, parenting, online, offline, spirituality, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. This is an information age. Right now, these things here, these things here, these, these things here, they download more video in a week than the last 30, 40 years of television. Yeah. That's staggering. Yeah. Now, uh, people say, I don't like the way I sound. Well, do you know what? You're not the one that's listening to you. They are. So get out of your own way. <laughs> because, well, I, I don't the way I look. You know what? Do you know what? Your ugly deal with it. I mean, <laughs> I'll flip the lights like I do. <laughs> the wrinkles. <laughs> people want, here's what people want an outcome. If you can show them how to be better at dancing from A to B in five simple steps, that's what they want. How to set up an online business, five simple steps. They want to get from A to B in the fastest, simplest, easiest route with the least amount of pain. Definitely. And if people do that, they can build, sorry, they can build awesome businesses. They so can't. This is a moment of, of opportunity. Sorry, Rachel. I'm, I'm no, can't, they, they can really build amazing businesses. I used my skill of ballet to create my Ballet Be Fit brand, which was uh, the start of the journey that I'm now on. And mm. I used that skill so that I could create an online program for other fitness instructors to, mm. to learn how to teach uh, virtual classes now, but we're back in the studio and studio classes. Now, that was a skill I had, and I, I learned how to monetize that into creating a really thriving and profitable business. And mm. for me, I think rather than uh, getting up every morning, doing that doing that nine to five and thinking, actually, did I decide to do this job? Did I actually make that decision? Or when did I decide I was going to earn this amount of money and be satisfied with it? What we need to do is if you've got a passion for something, or, or a skill, or a gift, and I believe uh, dancing was a gift to me, you're going to be far more successful with that passion, with that gift, than doing something that you don't feel that you've got a purpose for. That's mm. I'm sure you agree with me on, on, on that. You will never prosper in something that gives you no pleasure and you're not passionate about. It's not going to happen, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your kids, whether it's in your life. Find something that you are passionate about and you'll never work a day in your life. Now, of course, you work. But see, here's how, how people say, you know, I just, 
uh, you know, I don't, I don't have passion. Well, we all have passion. But let me show you how the cycle of, of passion works, if I can. Can I just share this? Right yes, here? absolutely. Okay. The first thing is that passion should produce pleasure. Pleasure should produce profit. If you're passionate about something but it doesn't, if you're not passionate, you're not going to find pleasure, whether it's relationship, sex, whatever it is. It's just not going to happen. That pleasure should produce some profit in your life, financial, spiritual, emotional, all yeah. of that. Then that, that, that profit re-engages back into pleasure. Yes. <laughs> that, that pleasure then gives you more increased passion. So let's just take away the pleasure element out of it. You, you're not going to go back. You're not going to redo the same thing over and over again. Or you'll lose motivation, you'll lose inspiration, you'll lose energy, you'll deplete yourself. Again, people say, oh, you know, you know, we've lost our passion in our marriage. No, what you did is you lost the pleasure. Yeah. Sorry, doesn't yeah. start with that. No. Now, passion is defined as something you love and something you hate. For me, for example, I've always hated drugs. I hate drugs. I hate everything it does to kids. So I'm passionate about it. Me, I, I'm passionate about injustice. I'm passionate about people's prosperity. So I, I, there's something I love and something I hate, and there's a tension there. Now, yes. when I get involved in that, it gives me pleasure. Yeah. That pleasure creates profit in my life. Yes. Now, profit, I'm not just talking about money. You know what I mean? It gives you some reward. Like, oh, you know, I hate, I, I, I hate going to the gym. It gives me no pleasure. Find something, Chunky. Come on, or it's going to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> so find the pleasure in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. And we're talking, we, we're talking about how people can uh, change their life uh, to hopefully uh, be more, more comfortable. We talk mm-hmm. about an abundant mindset. What mm-hmm. is an abundant mindset? And how can somebody, have you got something, you know, some, advice there as how to create that abundant mindset? Firstly, I think one of the things we've got to deal with is the mindset that we have in, in Australia and the UK that we want everybody to rise to the middle. So secondly, it, 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 it's a slack mentality. Firstly, change of account. Oh, I can't afford. Oh, why say I can't afford? Why don't we just say, well, maybe that's not meant for now. And if you really want something, Find out a way you can afford it. So start with your vocabulary. Oh, we never amount to much. Yeah. Well, come on. But look, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The, these words create something. So that's the first thing. Secondly, stretch yourself. I'll give you an example. So you go into a restaurant and you look at the menu and you've got the chicken, the fish, and the meat. Oh, sorry, you've got the chicken, the fish, and the meat. Now, you really want the fish, but you know what? The chicken is two quid cheaper. <laughs> Can I encourage you? Come up a little. <laughs> Eat the fish. Yeah. Just, and don't, don't go, you know, from a beat-up, I don't know, Honda to a Ferrari. I mean, you know, I find people amazing. They, they want to go from, you know, a shack somewhere in God knows where to – you know, a mansion in my yeah. Mallorca. Look, that's not going to happen. Just incremental steps, incremental steps. If you see prosperity and abundance as a journey, 
you'll get it. Thirdly, hang around abundant mindset people. Quarantine your mind from the toxic. They're everywhere. They're generally called relatives. You've got to quarantine <laughs> your mind. You know, look, I, I talk about familiar spirits, and I'm not being the spooky thing. What's a familiar spirit? You ever notice it? You get around some relatives and you don't gossip, you know, but you get around them and they're starting to gossip and they're talking about Aunty May and Aunty Betsy and who had an affair and she ran off. All of a sudden you get caught up in that thing and you engage and you lean in, not just with your ears, but with every part of you. Stay away from that. Look, surround yourself. Podcasts, books. Well, Pat, I'm a slow reader. Can I assure you? Books will not go any faster than your ability to read them. That's so good. I'm going to use that line. <laughs> Run ahead. They're not going, come on, man, I've finished. It, look, read a book. Take this from a guy who's ADD, dyslexic, couldn't read and write. English is his second language. Yeah. Read or listen. When you go out for a walk, turn the country and Western music off and put something in your ears that's going to build you up. Vitamins of the mind. This is how we change. And, look, the other thing is, lastly I say, is you've got to see this as a journey. No one changes overnight. And prosperity and abundance doesn't happen in a day, but it does happen daily. It's not going to change in a day. I mean, maybe you will. You must, well, if I won the lotto, look, you can win the lotto, but if you've not become that person, the money will shrink to the level of your thinking. Statistics show that many people that win lotteries and all these, you know, lottos and everything else, within three to four years, they've lost everything they've got and they've gotten into a worse financial state than before. Yes. Because their incomes grew, but they didn't. So. No. No. And- you touched upon um, you know, self-improvement, uh, listening, reading. Uh, obviously, you're my mentor, uh, and I've surrounded myself with uh, people to, to guide me and bring me, bring me up and, and take me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Some things that I have done, I, I never thought I'd be doing, completely and utterly out of my comfort zone. <laughs> Comfort zone. Live streams. You're doing it well. Yeah, but live streams. Gosh, I was a dancer. I didn't know how to talk. Um, so this is this is all new. And could you explain to people really what the importance of finding a mentor and actually being brave enough to stretch yeah. yourself to yeah. step out of your comfort zone? Yeah. Look, um I I Mentorship is wisdom without the weight. It's knowledge with less pain. A mentor gives you access to people, principles, and profit. Look, my mentor, for me, Rachel, I want to introduce you to people. I want to introduce you to principles, and I want to introduce you to profit. A mentor is the golden key to opening doors of opportunity. A mentor is not your best friend. Your best friend is... You know, wants to understand your past. Your mentor is committed to your future. You know, what we don't need is, oh, I love you, oh, darling, it's so awful, oh, yeah, oh, this girl, oh, my God, it's all. 
run run like the wind from these toxic bloodsucker people. Run. They give you an emotional little hit, but deplete your prosperity quotient. Yeah. You need people to say, you know what? Yeah, you're going through it. Get up. Keep going. Yeah, I know you're sick. Great. You know what? Push through. Yeah, I, I know you're struggling financially. You know what? Maybe you need to give and break the cycle of it. We need people that will push us. Yes. You know, Rachel, as a trainer, that if you go to the gym, you'll get a certain result. But you work with a personal trainer, you'll get a better result. Definitely. People can go be validated, but get a mentor. A mentor will get you there faster, easier. Now, two ways you learn in life, mistakes and mentors. One of them is less expensive. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the mentor. Instruction is not expensive. Yeah. Ignorance is. And like I tell my students, what is worse than listening to bad advice? Not listening to good advice. That will kill you every time. Yes. You will never learn from the book you don't read. You'll never learn from the mentor you don't have. You'll never learn from the course you don't take. So get yourself mentored. Absolutely. Um, And also how in terms of if you're needing, you lack motivation or you're struggling to find that direction and you need to work out how to start to set goals to understand truly where you Mm. want to go. How would you um, advise people in terms of how to find that motivation to keep going when it does actually get a little Mm. tough? Because it's a journey and at times that journey will be difficult. The, the late great Zig Ziglar said, motivation is like a shower. You need a little bit of it every day. And uh, <laughs> um, motivation has to come with, from within. I, I like the word inspiration better, uh, but, but, but I, I'm not trying to split hairs, but, no. but inspiration comes within. Motivation is an outward thing. Firstly, I think find your why in life. If you can find a why, you'll put up with any how. Nelson Mandela had a why. Uh, the great lady Diana had a why. Yeah. Uh, the Mother Teresa had a why. Find your purpose. See, uh, the good book says that without a vision, the people perish. Basically, means they're unrestrained. They'll go anywhere, run around chasing things. When you find your why, your true north, and that's that. That for human beings, people go, oh, "How do I find my why? Well, what do you love?" What do you enjoy? What's your pleasure? What do you, oh, I'm good at, and I'm not good at anything. That's not true. That is a lie. Yeah. That is a lie in a narrative. So find your why. Secondly, keep feeding that. You've got to feed your dreams. Well, Pat, I've been doing it for 27 years and it hasn't come to pass. Well, thank God you're not Colonel Sanders. I think you're 78. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Look. You, you, look, there's an ancient story told of, of, of Joseph, uh, the ancient Hebrew story. And Joseph had 17 years of hardship, and then everything got turned around in a day. Now, your life can change in a day. Now, I'll tell you, secondly, sorry, third thing is realize that your life can change not just in a day, but through one person. No one believes in my dream. You've got to believe in your dream, and then all you need is one person. For me, 
My goal is to make my students' dreams come true. That's it. Simple. I, I, I don't complicate it. I, 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 you just got to make it so simple. Because I've got a goal to raise 10,000 million. People go, well, how many, have you, how many are you up to now? I go, why do you care if I've got 9,995? question is, how do I be one of them, Matt? That's the right question. That's the question. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you ask a dumb question, you're going to get a dumb answer. <laughs> Usually, absolutely is the case. You do get that dumb answer back if you ask a dumb question. Today, Rachel, I am unable to travel interstate. Yep. We are the only nation in the world that's blocked our borders and we are a federation. I can't travel to my state to visit my daughter no. and my grandkids. Now, I can, but when I come back, I've got to stay two weeks in quarantine for a virus that is non-existent. And they're still doing ones like global pandemic. But you know, you know, here's the thing. I called up the, the, the vice premier of the yeah. state. They pick up the phone and he says to me, are you saying that COVID doesn't exist? I said, are you, do you consider me a complete imbecile? He goes, why would you say that? I said, you asked me a dumb question. I'm going to give you a dumb answer. Of course COVID exists, but doesn't exist the way you guys are explaining it. No. The market is wrong. The dread is wrong. The statistics are wrong. Everything, everything so far has been wrong. Yeah. No, and no one's changed anything. No. And again, I know I'm going to irritate some people. They go, vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Have you heard anyone speak about immune systems? No. Have you heard anyone? Anyone say, hey, how come in Rwanda where they take hydroxychloroquine and zinc, 18 people in a nation that's bigger than both of us? I think massive. Now, I'm not, I'm not advocating these. What I'm saying is that people get into a certain mindset and they ask dumb questions and then they wonder why they get a dumb answer. Yeah. And so if you want to grow, ask deep, provocative questions. The level of your question will determine the level of your answer. Don't ask, why is this happening to me? I mean, like Jim Rohn, you say, well, I don't know, I guess stuff like that happens to dumb people like you. What do I know? You know? But then Jim would say, the better question is, what have I done to contribute to this? Yeah. What was my permission I gave? Now, of course, there's things in our life that happen to us that are beyond that. But then the next question is, all right, so I've been abused, I've been let down, I've been divorced, I was cheated, and I was great. Are you to blame for that? No. Okay, right, great. So here's a greater question. Greater question is not, why is this happening to me? Greater question is, how do I respond? And it is, it's respond, not react, isn't it? It's about like, learning to respond. Correct. Correct. I've got one lady right now that we, we're helping in training. You would not believe the pain she's going through in this divorce to the point where she's sick. And uh, you know, going through a separation, and husband cancelled their medical insurance on his own children. Now she has a, a, a an illness. Yeah. What kind of a human being would do that to his children? Still not the. Uh, but but she's not asking why me. She's asking, what am I going to do to win and beat this thing? And you start looking for that. Yeah, you're going to find great answers. You're going to find solutions. You're going to find ideas. You're going to find uh, uh, concepts that will come into your heart and your soul. 
Because the moment you start going victim, you block off the answer. Block off. You completely do. Absolutely. Mm. So, Pat, um, we're going to draw to a close uh, now. And uh, yes, uh, actually, um, I have a a quote of the uh, month that I do. And I think what we've been before we do draw to a close, what I think would be really good is if I share this with you, because I actually think it's completely what we've been talking about. And it's from Jack Cranfield. Canfield, rather, if I say, um, obviously the co-author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, And he says, quote is, successful people maintain a positive focus in life, no matter what is going on around them. And I think that is really what we've been talking about uh, today, about having that, um, how to respond to something, not to react to it. Um, I think that's just such a, an incredible quote, really. Look, and Jack is a master. He is a master of it. Uh, Mark Victor Hansen, his business partner, they call him Mr. Possibility. <laughs> and it's, it's that disposition of yeah. that. And, uh, Rachel, thanks for having me on. And time went so fast. But, uh, hey, I invite you and everyone else, if you'd like to attend next Wednesday night, uh, it'll be Wednesday morning, your time in the UK. It's yeah. going to be not every day you get to hear Mark Victor Hansen. Not every day, no. I mean, absolutely. half a billion books. I mean, that's a lot of books, uh, and it's going to be great. But thank you so much. And, uh, no, uh, thank you. Time. And, Mike, have you been able to put a link up as to where we can go to uh, see Pat and Mark Victor Hansen? Is it? That's lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so um, thank you so much, Pat. Uh, it's just an absolute honour for me to have had you on my show today. So take care and I'm sure we'll be speaking real soon and I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Um, Enjoy the final part of your evening. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So thank you so much for joining uh, Mindset Matters today. And I hope it has really helped you on your journey to, to see things differently. And just remember, you are capable of anything. All that's stopping you is your mindset. We'll be back next month to explore another mindset set topic. And I would always love you to join me. So please check out uh, my website, rachelwithershq.co.uk or my YouTube channel. And thanks again for tuning in. And I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Mindset Matters. Be sure to visit rachelwithershq.co.uk to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Bye for now.